It's the Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. Good afternoon and welcome to the Monday, August 16th edition of the Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. Brought to you by Heritage Insurance and Purposed Financial, working together to serve you better. I'm Jack sitting in for Rob Carney. Coming up on the show today, COVID-19 cases are on the rise again, with the vast majority of infections and hospitalizations among those who have not been vaccinated. And yet, Saskatchewan's vaccination rate has dramatically slowed. We'll bring you the story of a group of researchers at the University of Saskatchewan who are creating an antiviral drug that aims to help COVID-positive patients fight off the virus. The Mooshaw Warriors are scheduled for a full season this fall. We'll have General Manager of Mosaic Place Ryan McIver to talk about the facility's reopening and their upcoming job fair. And we're starting week 10 of our 15 Weeks of Winning Summer Contest. Listen for your big chance to win. All that and more coming up on the Heartland at Noon. Discover Moose Jaw News for 18-wheeler truck wash. Open seven days a week. Let the crew give your semi, RV, trailer, or farm equipment the best wash in Moose Jaw, 620 North Service Road. Good afternoon, I'm Sean Slatt. After consulting with a number of different organizations, the University of Regina and the University of Saskatchewan will now require faculty, staff, and students to be all fully vaccinated by October. The University of Regina is asking all that fall in those groups to be fully vaccinated by October 1st, with the U of S requesting that they be vaccinated by October 18th. They say the reason is due to the increase in COVID-19 cases, the presence of the Delta variant, and the relatively low vaccination rates among those under 30 in Saskatchewan. Health and safety protocols including masks in all public spaces on campus, physical distancing and self-wellness checks has also been extended into the school year. For more, visit discovermushaw.com. The provincial government announced 143 new cases of COVID-19 and 58 recoveries yesterday, saying the active caseload to 1,043. 64 people are in hospital with 10 in ICU. There is a pop-up vaccine clinic at the South Hill Spray Park today from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., offering both Pfizer and Moderna vaccines. The congregation at Zion United Church has been raising funds throughout the summer, hoping to replace the building's boiler. The price tag is expected to be around $100,000 to replace it, but spokesperson Jack Ross says they're getting close to reaching it. If you want to see exactly where we are, we have a thermometer in front of the church, which will show you close to the $90,000 mark. We're very excited about that. We were always optimistic from the get-go, and certainly the citizens of Moose Jaw have come through, and the members of Zion United Church. Zion is a landmark in downtown Moose Jaw, opening in 1912. The building has housed numerous Christmas carol festivals, kinsmen band festivals, Moose Jaw music festivals, weddings, funerals, and church services. The Moose Jaw Public Library is presenting the Saskatchewan Reads Book Club this fall with discussion periods in person. This club features three different books written by Saskatchewan authors, and the first discussion will be on September 30th at 2.30 p.m. Library technician Donna Costell explains what authors you can expect to read. We will be featuring the following Saskatchewan authors. Harold Johnson, Cry Wolf, Lorna Crozier, Through the Garden, A Love Story with Cat, Joan Soggy, Prairie Grass. The first book will be available for pickup on September 2nd. 
With less than two years after the Liberal Party won a minority in 2019, Canadians will be heading back to the polls for a federal election. Liberal Party leader Justin Trudeau called for the dissolution of Parliament yesterday morning with Governor-General Mary Simon setting September 20th as the election date. In the riding of Musha Lake Centre Lanigan, Fraser Tomey is running for the Conservatives, while Talon Regent is representing the NDP. Tomey has previously said he would step down as mayor of Musha once the election has been called, but have yet to receive official word of his resignation. The Mooshaw Police Service reported a hit-and-run over the weekend that resulted in two dead horses. At approximately 11 o'clock on Friday night, a vehicle on 9th Avenue Southeast collided with two horses and a power pole and fled before police could arrive. The horses were pronounced dead at the scene. Police are continuing to investigate and are requesting the public's, uh, and are requesting the public's assistance with any information regarding the incident. The Saskatchewan Health Authority is warning about an increased COVID-19 exposure risk from the August 6th Rough Rider game against the BC Lions. An individual who was positive for COVID-19 attended the event and was in the Pill Country end zone section. Additionally, an infectious person rode a shuttle bus from Birmingham's Vodka Ale House to Mosaic Stadium at 6.30pm on August 6th. If you also rode that bus or were in the Pill Country section, you were asked to self-monitor for any symptoms or to self-isolate immediately if any should arise. And do you have a story to share? Click Submit News on discovermoosejaw.com. And now for the Golden West Radio Money Scope for Aaron Rustin of Purposed Financial, bringing understanding and financial success to clients for over 35 years. The TSX is down 43 points. The Dow Jones is down 10 points. The Nasdaq debt... The Nasdaq is down 114 points, and the Canadian dollar is down to 79.53 cents U.S. Speaking after his meeting with Governor-General Mary Simon to ask she dissolve Parliament and schedule a September 20th election, Justin Trudeau told reporters yesterday, Canada is at possibly its most pivotal moment since 1945, and Canadians need to choose how they want to proceed. Bloc Québécois leader Yves-Francois Blanchette accuses Trudeau of contradicting himself, saying if the pandemic is so serious, vaccinations must be mandatory, surely it's too dangerous to call an election. Meanwhile, Green leader Annamie Paul says the September 20th vote is being held simply because the Liberals want all the power a majority government would give them. In the first full day of the 36-day federal election campaign, the party leaders are sticking close to Ontario for the most part. Conservative leader Aaron O'Toole will make an announcement in Ottawa, although he has telephone town halls scheduled this evening for communities in Newfoundland and Labrador, as well as Ontario. NDP leader Jagmeet Singh is spending the day in the Toronto area. Liberal leader Justin Trudeau will kick things off with an announcement in Longway, Quebec, before making his way to Coburg, Ontario, with several stops along the way. People's Party of Canada leader Maxime Bernier will be touring Ontario tomorrow through Thursday. Now, Discover Moose Jaw Sports. Good afternoon, I'm Sean Slatt. In local baseball action, the 15 U AAA Canucks had a doubleheader in Swift Current on Sunday against the 57s. Swift Current opened the series with a walk-off 7-6 win over the Canucks. Moose held a 6-4 lead heading into the final inning, but Swift Current replied with three runs in the bottom of the seventh. Despite Moose holding an early lead, Game 2 ended in an 11-11 tie. The Canucks were up 8-1 after two innings, but the 57s bowed their way back to get the tie. The 15 new AAA playoffs begin this weekend in Moose Jaw, with the Canucks opening up against the White Butte Broncos on Friday morning. 
and the 18U AA Moose Jaw Canucks were 1-1 one one on the weekend against the Parkland Expos. The Canucks took the first win 7-1 on Saturday, and the Expos rallied on Sunday to beat Moose Jaw 11-7. The Saskatchewan Roughriders were once again victorious over the weekend, defeating the Hamilton Tiger Cats 30-8. Montreal also had the upper hand on the Edmonton Elks, being them 30-13. The Roughriders are up against the Ottawa Red Blacks next Saturday. The Toronto Blue Jays used four long balls to avoid the sweep with an 8-3 win over the Seattle Mariners yesterday. The Jays are off today before starting a short two-game series against the Washington Nationals tomorrow. And finally, all fans will be barred from the Paralympics in Japan because of the COVID-19 pandemic, just as they were from the recently completed Tokyo Olympics. Some children could attend a few unspecified events as the only possible exception. Organizers have also asked the public not to come out to view road events. And remember, we'd like your scores and local sports stories. Fill us in by email, sports at discovermooshaw.com. Now, your Discover Moose Jaw weather. It was crazy how the weather turned there on the weekend. We had cooler temps and a blue sky earlier in the week. And now, back to heat and smoke. In fact, Environment Canada has issued both a heat warning and a special air quality statement due to all that ash in the air. Today it's sunny, but the smoke is making it very hazy. We've got a westerly wind gusting up to 50 and a high of 34. Tonight's clear, becoming partly cloudy overnight with the smoke persisting, low 14. Tuesday, mix of sun and cloud with 30% chance of showers. Wind northwest gusting to 40, high 29. Wednesday, we'll see cloudy with 40% chance of showers, high 18. Thursday, a mix of sun and cloud with a high of 19. And Friday, cloudy with a 60% chance of showers. So, cooling down a little bit over the next weekend. Won't that be nice? Yesterday, the heat did not let up. We climbed all the way up to a high of 34.7. The normal for this time of year is only 26 degrees, so we were definitely over that a bit. The record high for today is 38.3 degrees, set back in 1961. The sun rose at 5.53 today and will set at around 8.20 this evening. Right now, Moose Jaw's at 31 degrees, Regina 29, Assiniboia, Gravelberg at 30, Rockland and Cornac are coming in at 27, Swift Current at 30, Elbow 24, and Davidson and Watchers are sitting at 26. Once again, Assiniboia is at 30, Regina 29, and with the wind southwest at 33 kilometers per hour, gusting to 46, and with the relative humidity at 46%, it's 31 degrees here in Moose Jaw. For the latest local information, you can head to discovermoosejaw.com or the Moose Jaw live app. From World Weather Incorporated, here's 800 CHAB Agriculture Weather Specialist Drew Lerner for Young's Equipment, your Case IH dealer in southern Saskatchewan. Hot temperatures will linger a little bit longer across Saskatchewan today, but we are expecting to see cooling take place as we go forward through midweek, and there will be a good chance for a little mini windstorm to impact the region. I'm meteorologist Drew Lerner for the Golden West Radio Network. The winds are relatively light right now, not a big issue across the region, but as we go forward through the afternoon tomorrow into Wednesday, we will see strong wind speeds occurring in the south parts of the province. 
winds, these gusts will likely get into the 50 to 80 kilometer per hour range, but we do expect a deepening low pressure system in the U.S. northern plains that will be responsible for the wind. If you're in northern parts of the province, you will not experience the winds nearly as excessive as they will be in the south. The wind will be coming in cooler air, so at least it'll get a little bit nicer outside in the sense of temperatures, but as we get into the second half of this week, there will be a rising risk of some shower activity, which no one's going to complain too much about. However, there is a harvest underway, and we do need to keep it dry and keep the winds relatively light, and that's not going to be the case. We do expect the winds to be a little bit of a problem for some of the crops lying in the swath, but we'll also expect to see some shower and thunderstorm activity beginning to evolve as we go from Tuesday night into Wednesday. The precipitation, though, is going to be erratic and not well organized at all, at least until we get to Thursday. And then on Thursday, we may see a little bit more rainfall in the eastern parts of the province as a storm system brews in Manitoba. Overall, as we go forward through this work week, there's not going to be that much moisture across the province, and we will continue to deal with drought. But several RM districts may pick up 5 to 15 millimeters of rain, and the majority, though, will probably see less than 8 millimeters. Coverage might be relatively good, but I wouldn't get too excited about this changing the bottom line for many areas, and there will still be a favorable harvest environment. Temperatures will temporarily cool down across parts of the region as we go forward into the second half of this week, with afternoon highs in the upper teens and lower 20s for a brief couple of days, and we'll expect that to contrast greatly from temperatures today in the upper 20s through the 30s. For the Golden West Radio Network, I'm meteorologist Drew Lerner. Tim here with Young's Equipment. Get more. 20% more capacity, 30% more speed, 70% more flex. The all-new Macdon FT2 gives you more of everything you need for harvesting performance. From the company that brought you the original Flex Draper. Call your local Young's Equipment location or visit youngs.ca. Bigger, faster, flexier. Get more with the Macdon FD2 Flex Draper. This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding, and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. The Road Report on The Heartland at Noon is brought to you by our friends over at Tip Top Roofing, serving Moose Jaw for over 30 years. Call Tip Top Roofing today for your free estimate and 10% off. 631-5957. Water main replacement work is now complete on the 400 and 500 blocks of Caribou Street West. Residents along the 600 to 900 blocks will have to wait a little longer, however. That work is expected to wrap up this Friday, weather permitting. Make sure to obey all signage and watch out for road maintenance workers. Construction has now also begun on the 1100 block of 7th Avenue Northwest. The Hall Street intersection remains closed, but the Saskatchewan intersection remains open. That's continuing all this week. Monk Avenue from Oxford to Hall Street is getting some attention today. Crews are out repairing curbs along that stretch. And two sections of the number one heading to Regina are getting repaired today. So you may want to give yourself a little extra time to get into the capital. If you see any problems out there, 
let us know when it's safe to do so. Give us a call or text at 693-8000 on the Moose Jaw RV and Marine text line. Here's the Paul Martin commentary. Despite all the talk about climate change and the effects of carbon emissions with a new United Nations report this week, no one is writing the epitaph for this province's petroleum industry. The provincial government has just completed its third auction of drilling rights for 2021, and it raised more money than any of the bi-monthly auctions in almost two years. It's a signal that the optimism levels being displayed by the industry are improving. With oil prices sitting in the $60 range, demand continues unabated as we get back to traveling as COVID restrictions are eased and global economic activity rebounds. And that demand is pushing prices upward, which in turn are encouraging producers to add to their asset base by acquiring the rights to drill or explore. The bulk of the activity, as usual, is in the southeast corner of the province, but there was an interesting development in this bid process with considerable level of interest for rights in the Arborfield District. And that's well outside what we consider the traditional oil fields of Saskatchewan. I'm Paul Martin. Moose Jaw, notoriously entertaining. The best way to start your weekend is at Moose Jaw's Homegrown Market. Every Saturday on Langdon Crescent from 8 to 1. Rain or shine, bring your family to Moose Jaw's Homegrown Market. Two new Tuesdays are back at the Hillcrest Golf Club in Moose Jaw. Play for just $2 a hole for 18 holes, and that includes a power cart. That's just $36 for a round of golf. Two new Tuesdays, every Tuesday after 2. Call the Hillcrest today to book your time. 693-1921. Come to Church in the Park with Church of God Moose Jaw. On August 22nd, everyone is invited to the Crescent Park Amphitheater for one morning service at 10. Enjoy lively music, an inspiring message, and activities for the kids. Food trucks will also be on site. For more info, visit mjcog.com. Parish and Heinbecker Moose Jaw, focused on the value, delivery options, and payment terms that fit your operation. This is Aiden McBride, customer service rep for Moose Jaw's Parish and Heinbecker. Let's discuss the fertilizer market, chemical supply market for the rest of this year, and what next year might look like to make sure your operation is covered. So give me a call to discuss any of your needs or concerns at 306-693-2977. Count on experience, count on expertise, count on Parrish and Heimbecker, moving tradition forward. You're listening to 800 CHAB along with us at LBBD Auto Body. Hi, I'm Terry, and we are proud to say that we now have the highest level of accreditation for safe and quality collision repair in town. This is Greg Marsnick from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to the Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. We're starting off a whole new week in our 15 weeks of winning contest here on 800 CHAB and our sister stations, Mix 103 and Country 100. We've been giving away the best the summer has to offer with all of our local partners around town. This week, we're teaming up with the Lynbrook Golf Club to offer you the chance to win a $420 Pro Shop certificate along with two two nine-hole punch cards and a power cart. That's everything you need for a great day of golf. And with some cooler temps coming this weekend, the timing couldn't be better, don't you think? Listen every day to the morning show here on 800 CJB for your chance to win. One lucky caller will walk away at the end of the week with the perfect golf package. Here's the question we asked you this morning. Only 17% of people say that they are very good at this summertime activity. What is this? Here's how it went down this morning with Tegan. Good morning, CHAB. Who's this? Good morning, Tegan. This is Kim. Well, Kim, do you have a guess for us? Well, why not golf? 
Oh, you know what? That would have just been too easy. <laughs> Unfortunately, not what we're after today. All right. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Good morning, CHAB. Who's this? Good morning, Travis McKechnie. Travis, what do you think? Water skiing? No, not what we're looking for. All right. Good guess, Try though. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> Thanks. CHAB, good morning. Who's this? Hi, Lori. Well, hi there. What's your guess? Swimming. You nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> would, would you say that you're really good at swimming? Definitely, yes, actually. Oh, okay. So you are not in that 17% then. When was the last time you went swimming? Probably about three weeks ago. Ah, yeah. You know what? Uh, looking at the weather today might be a good day for a dip. Definitely. <laughs> well, tell you what, on this hot day, we are hooking you up with a free cold brew coffee thanks to Tim Hortons. Not only that, but you're also eligible for that Limbrook Golf Club prize package. Awesome. Congratulations. Thanks. Yeah, congratulations once again to Lori. It's the 15 weeks of winning here on 800 CJB. It's a ton of fun all through the summer. All brought to you by our partners at Tim Hortons, Knight Ford, Lincoln, Favel Transport, and Bugsy's Irish Pub. And we've got more news coming this week. Earlier this year, we brought you this story. Historic Zion United Church in need of new boiler. That headline appeared back in April and sparked a fair bit of interest from the community. Zion's old heating system is about 42 years old and is unlikely to make it through another harsh Saskatchewan winter. However, a new boiler was going to cost upwards of $100,000. The landmark building first opened in 1912 and has housed numerous Christmas carol festivals, kinsman band festivals, moose jaw music festivals, weddings, funerals, church services, and much, much more. Clearly, the building's status has made a big impact on the community and donations quickly flew in to help with the repairs. Here's my recent conversation with congregation spokesperson Jack Ross. Jack, tell me, you're getting pretty close to your goal there at uh, Zion United Church of $100,000 to replace your boiler, right? How close are you? Well, we are very near that goal. We have received tremendous support from the church members and the community at large and are approaching our goal. And if you want to see exactly where we are, we have a thermometer in front of the church which will show you. And uh, right now we're close to the $90,000 mark. One recent donation is $2,500 from the Moose Jaw Rotary Club. And incidentally, there will be a carol festival this year, December 13th, 14th, 15th. That is all fantastic news. Uh, wow, that's, and, and in just a few months, you've already almost reached your goal. That's correct. We're uh, very excited about that. We, we were always optimistic from the get-go, and certainly the citizens of Moose Jaw have come through, and the members of Zion United Church. Of course, and there's already some some uh, renovation work going on down there, I hear, clearing out some, some old insulation and that sort of thing, and, and getting the, the old boiler replaced. I mean, this isn't a very typical heating system nowadays, and for a, a large building as well. Where do you have to send away for a, a new boiler like this? Well, it's been a process and a half, I'll tell you, and I don't have the technicality uh, down pat, but this is an old steam boiler, and... We're in the process of changing it over right now, and they're uh, working on the asbestos uh, removal, as I understand. And presumably, uh, you'll want to have it in before before the end of the summer, before the weather turns, right? 
<laughs> that's right. We don't need it maybe this weekend, but we will in the in the fall and certainly the winter. Oh yeah, and and especially during that uh, that uh, uh, Carol Festival there in the in the dead of winter. Do you have any other kind of final push fundraisers or anything like that in mind to uh, to get it uh, off off the ground? Well, we're looking at a climax of Thanksgiving, and we will certainly be celebrating at that time. And of course, now we have no restrictions on our services. Every Sunday at ten thirty, we're able to sing hymns and carols and. Uh, yeah, it's return to the good old days. That's good to hear. And with the the beautiful uh, old uh, cassavet organ you've got in there, that'll that'll uh, that'll bring some smiles to people's faces. Oh, the history is there. That's for sure. So we are able to preserve Zion United Church. Now you mention uh, some contributions from individuals and and the Rotary Club. Have have donations been coming uh, in through uh, all sorts of community members? Well, yes, and we've appealed to former members of Zion United Church near and far, and through support of those folks, it brings us to that big goal. That's excellent to hear. Jack, congratulations once again. It's it's not a, a small sum of money, and you you've uh, seemed to have uh, been able to whip it together in pretty short amount of time. Is there anything that we might have missed that you think that we should add? Oh, just very, very thankful to a great support from our community at large and the members of Zion United Church. Did you hear that? If everything goes according to plan, we'll be able to attend the Carol Festival at Zion this winter. All thanks to Moose Jaw and its residents' generosity. Hopefully, we'll be able to attend for years to come. Stick around. We'll be right back. Moose Jaw Co-op is your one-stop summer shop. Whether you're hiding away in your backyard oasis, planning a family picnic in the park, or heading off to the lake, they have everything you need to make a good time an amazing time. Buns, meat, cool, refreshing beverages from their in-house liquor store, and so much more. Oh wait, did you know that with every purchase, you earn equity and cash back membership benefits? Be a part of something bigger and become a co-op member today. Come on in and get your summer going with a visit to your Moose Jaw Co-op. AgWest Service, servicing all heavy truck, construction, and agriculture equipment with a huge parts department. Taking pride in helping their customers, they offer 24-7 emergency roadside service. And now a Country Clipper zero-turn mower dealer, a mower with the stand-up deck for easy maintenance and warranty you won't need. Call Dan today to check out some models on site and ready to go. Google them to check out their website, Ag West Service. They look forward to serving you. At Prairie Heart Mobility, you'll feel like family as soon as you walk in the door. Saskatchewan's leader in stairlifts, chairlifts, and a full line of the very best in medical supplies and PPE. Whether you're fitted for equipment for the first time, in need of a repair, or looking to upgrade, Prairie Heart will provide you with the best solution for you and your family. Prairie Heart Mobility, making the hard days a little easier. In Moose John, Regina, prairieheartmobility.com. Your family here. Always where the heart is, Prairie Heart Mobility. This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding, and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. With the lifting of all public health restrictions in Saskatchewan, local sports teams have been able to return in full force this summer. Minor baseball, football, lacrosse, motocross, they've all been able to return and compete and travel all across the province. 
And that's good news for our very own Moose Jaw Warriors as they're preparing for a full WHL season this fall. We've got the general manager of Mosaic Place in the studio today with us, Ryan McIver, to talk about all things Mosaic Place. Ryan, Hi, thanks how are you? Good, good. Thanks for joining us. No problem. The summer is really speeding by, isn't it? What have you guys been going on there? Well, it's been uh, it's been a crazy wild ride. Like most of the the businesses, the industry, the hospitality industry, the live event industry, um, I can tell you that uh, all uh, my team and everyone we talk to uh, is really excited uh, for the opportunity to open back up and and welcome people uh, back to Mosaic Place and and the live event aspect, whether it be Mosaic Place as and watching a, a AAA or a, a, a WHL Warriors game to curling to meetings, etc. So uh, I know there's some uh, pent up demand and some excitement, uh, and we're we're just really excited to uh, look to the future here in the coming month or so of uh, welcoming uh, people back in that public setting. Absolutely. So when uh, the first thing for most of that is when are you going to have the ice back in? Yeah, great question. Um, right now, we're just been going through uh, a part of the uh, preventive annual maintenance and, and seasonal maintenance of the ice plant right now. Um, uh, currently, that process is uh, is going underway. Uh, compressor rebuilds, etc. So when we when we do put the ice in, everything should be uh, humming along, and we uh, we start making the ice process or going through that process uh, last uh, last few days of August, beginning of September is when the ice will start being going back in. So just in time for uh, Warriors training camps, right? That's correct. That's awesome. Right. So uh, what about the Ford Curling Centre? Because obviously here, yeah. that's what a lot of people are excited about. Um, have you already got groups looking to book time? Yeah. So Moose Jaw Ford Curling Centre, uh, it looks like it's going to be a, a, another crazy year of bond spiels and activity. Uh, again, with that, we're just finalizing some of those bond spiels. There's been a, uh, an increased, I think, it re- uh, request in terms of some bond spiels. Uh, we're working through uh, with Curl Sask on some of those opportunities as well. Uh, of course, there's the Wheelchair Nationals happening at the uh, end of uh, March in 2022, and that's with uh, Cur- Curl Moose Jaw. They're doing a great job with that. And I think that uh, we'll, you know, you'll see in the coming weeks here uh, out to the local curling club in terms of their league nights and registration stuff, more information coming out to them so they can start getting to register, so they can start prepping. And, and we see the start of the curling season um, right after the um, Thanksgiving long weekend. So sort of same on time frame uh, for them as well. Okay, great. Yeah, I mean, it takes a long time to organize those those types of things. And uh, I mean, we've only known that restrictions have been lifted for about a month now. How long have you been having those kinds of negotiations? Yeah, the conversation's been ongoing. We really take the lead of the provincial government and, and the other authorities having jurisdiction. But, you know, we've been, you know, very proactive in our process. And, and one of the things that we've wanted, that we did, um, and we're one of maybe three venues, four venues in the province of Saskatchewan that uh, applied for and received uh, certification. And, and the certification that we received is called GBAC, G-B-A-C, and it's called, it's the Global Bio-Risk Advisory Council. And what that is, is where facilities uh, can apply to this international organization and we send all our policies or procedures around cleaning and, and all those processes and, and they sort of give us a check mark here and a check mark there and do we meet the standard, an international standard and accreditation and where, you know, this, this was uh, uh, a few months ago, but we were 
um, afforded that uh, seal of approval, the GBAC uh, uh, seal of approval. And it's something that we're very proud of uh, from a team uh, point of view to receive that. I think at that time we were the only uh, second venue in the province of Saskatchewan. Uh, and it, they go through 20 core elements, which range from standard operating procedures, risk assessments, uh, protective equipment, emergency preparedness, response measures, et cetera. And, and so that certification is something that we really want to hang our hat on to tell the public that we are internationally sort of certified. Um, we have a proper policies, procedures in place. So when we do reopen that, our, core, our team is, is ready um, to welcome the public back. Just that little bit of extra peace of mind. Yeah, uh, very much so. And it was just a great reassurance, too, to know that from an international point of view and that we meet a standard and, and above and, uh, and that standard is at an international level. So we're really pleased, pleased to receive that uh, accreditation. Of course. Now, Mosaic Place isn't just a sports venue. Uh, we've all enjoyed the many concerts and shows that the facility mm-hmm. has hosted over the years. Can we be looking forward to any of those kinds of events this fall? Um, you know, that's a great question. I think that the live event industry from uh, from concerts or family shows and stuff right now is sort of... Um, it's not that it's stagnant. I think that we're still waiting for information as uh, the U- U.S.-Canada border um, is looking to open um, and to what level and and quarantine status and all these different things. And so as we look to plus as we look to restarting that the economy and that gig economy and that live event business, you know, that Canadian talent is really showing through right now. Uh, you know, I know that we've received uh, quite a bit of um, interest, uh, avails, holds, etc. Uh, for artists. Um, through to the fall, into the new year and beyond. I think right now there's just a, there just isn't a lot of whole bunch of clarity on some of that stuff because some of the business is not just, oh, hey, we want to put tickets on sale and have the event two weeks from now. Some of this stuff is many months out. And so some of the artist um, um, rerouting of dates and some of their opportunities of where they were playing at certain, time, certain times of the year are still in place. And some of those artist uh, uh, regiments and, and contracts and, and events that they've already planned um, have been scheduled and rescheduled and rescheduled that they have to make some of that play out before some of the other dates across Canada may happen. Yeah, it's so hard to to plan a tour when when for example, BC is back under COVID restrictions and parts Correct. of it now and yeah. it's just there's there's a you just need some level across the Correct. whole of Canada. Yeah, and I, I think you know, it's going to come. It, it's just a matter of time and I think that as we, you know, I think as as the venues go, you know, look for this international certification of GBAC certification, um, you know, training and and the reopening and I think that um the live event industry of indoor, the live event industry uh, is going to grow from the outdoor sports, right? The CFL, et cetera, the, and, and the return to uh, WHL and junior hockey and all that stuff. So I think you're going to see as the industries and the sports and everything open up, you'll see uh, sort of the live event side roll through after that. And so, of course, all of that opening, all of that excitement, that takes a lot of work to put together. And you're looking to fill a few positions. Tell us about just your, a few, just, just a few, <laughs> just just you know, just uh, just a few. Yeah. yeah. No. Uh, so so as as part of uh, the reopening of the of the building to the public, it's um, you know comes with a lot of uh, processes and people. And at the end of the day, Mosaic Place is is bricks, mortar, steel, and it's the people are the heartbeat of the building. So everything. So we are having a job fair. Um, so all the listeners out there, mark your calendars. We have uh, two dates this week: Thursday, August nineteenth, three to eight p.m., and Saturday, August twenty-first, ten to three p.m. Uh, 
Um, you can access it through uh, Mosaic Place at Park in the North parking lot. Come on into the arena floor. We're going to do it right on the arena floor. And um, it's my understanding also the, the Moose Jaw Warriors are going to be looking to sell season tickets. Their store is going to be open. We're looking, they're looking for some ambassadors. And so we're looking at it as a collaborative approach to say one-stop shopping. Come on in. And if you're interested in, in working in a, uh, that live event setting, we have a, a wide variety of uh, positions from box office ticket sellers, um, guest services, security, housekeeping, um, some operations staff. Um, and of course, uh, a big aspect to our business now is uh, food and beverage. So we're looking for cooks and cashiers and bartenders and dishwashers and 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 everything in between. And so, you know, anyone who's interested in uh, who has uh, an interest in in working at Mosaic Place or there's a wide variety and vast amount of positions uh, available and opportunities available for people to come. And it's everything again from the concession cashier to the uh, premium services or a sweet server to a I don't know, box office, events or security, the, the list goes on. But we, we are looking for um, a large amount of people to service the thousands of people that come to the, the facility, not just from uh, WHA Warriors or a AAA game, but to the curling side and to the meetings in the Great Western Lounge. So there's a lot of great opportunity and a lot of uh, positions available. And so not just uh, like skilled laborers for your operational staff or, or, or for bartending and serving, also just uh, a lot of great after hours uh, mm-hmm. uh, options for maybe high school students, something like that. Yeah, you know, and I think the big thing is, is that, uh, you know, we, we, we're, we're a customer service business. We want people with positive attitudes, want to come up with us, come to work with a smile on the face. And, you know, a lot of the positions, you know, aren't necessarily very technical. And so we see it as a great opportunity for a part-time job, part-time gig, you know, come work, a, you know, a bunch of Warriors games, come maybe work a couple live events or, or whatever it might be. And, and so we're willing to train, looking to train. Uh, we want people with great personalities and looking to put a smile on the face and, and, and be happy uh, to engage the, the, the fans and the patrons and when they come back to the building. So in a, in a good year, in a normal year, how many uh, local people would you say that Mosaic Place employs? You know, from event for event, it, it varies from, say, a AAA Warriors game to a, a WHL Warriors game to a curling bond spiel. It, and it all depends on, on the mix of what's happening because all those things can happen at once. But, you know, we're looking at anywhere from 80 to 150 people anywhere within that. So lots of opportunity for job creation there. There's there definitely lots. You know, the, that's the one thing great about, uh, you know, Mosaic Place uh, and other live event facilities uh, across the province and here, and here in Moose Jaw is that uh, it's, it's a definite economic uh, um, incubator and economic impact, right? That that um, these positions are critical to the success of the, the facility, but also provides jobs and, and other employment opportunities, which trickled out through to the economy. So, yeah, everything from, again, bartenders to dishwashers to cooks to security, guest services, everyone's welcome. We have lots of positions to fill, and, and we're looking for that uh, positive, um, positive people. And you kind of touched on it there, but uh, what would you say um – Mosaic's place vision is so that prospective employees can be like, yeah, that's the place I want to work. You know, we want an inclusive place. We're looking for it's a fun and vibrant atmosphere. So we're looking for fun and vibrant people, right? Um, It's a guest services. It's a customer service business. And and so we're looking for to for people to come and, you know, we're we're provide training and uniforms and 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 we want to provide a a, when we not just want to, we do and want to provide a great environment for all employees to come and all patrons. Absolutely. Now, for many people heading back to Mosaic Place this fall, it will probably be their first time using your new Sask Tick system, right? Yes. Tell us about that. 
So as part of a lot of the changes too, um, you know, not and and with the job fair comes all these new opportunities for new technology. And and as we move forward out of the old ticketing regime. We have uh, this new platform uh, called sastix.ca. So, um, and at sastix, you can go online, uh, register. You now have the opportunity um, to. You always had your opportunity previously to pick. Uh, your seats from a, a seating map, uh, but you didn't. Ha- now you don't have to turn your phone sideways and you know jump on one leg or you know do something like that. Uh, but now you have the ability to transfer your tickets, forward your tickets, get them on your phone. Um, uh, you know, be able to do uh, scanless or touchless entry where your phone is in your mobile wallet. And so there's a lot of great technology that has um, that is out there uh, that is being implemented. And as we work with our clients, the AAA, the WHL, and the bond spiels and the different live events that we'll be executing. Uh, those new technologies available out there. And so, so with SAS ticks, it's super easy. It's super, um, 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 uh, you know, it's not clumsy. It's very user-friendly. Uh, and, and the platform, the background of the, the operating system, we'll say, of, of uh, SAS ticks is, is something that's very robust. That's, uh, it, it's an industry-leading uh, 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 ticketing technology company. Um, and um, and from a from a hockey perspective, the platform is uh, the backbone to I think it's over th- uh, 13, 14 CHL hockey teams across Canada, let alone across the 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 sports world in the United States. So it's something that's very it's very proven and robust. And so presumably we've all learned a little bit from the the ticket rocket fiasco, we, and um, we've made it more secure and more insurance and that sort of thing. Well, um, I think that um, that's uh, that's behind us <laughs> for sure, um, and and definitely the ticketing experience will be far more superior than and than what it was before. So much so that this this new system is actually gaining steam in the province, right? The, the Prince Albert Raiders have have picked up using it, right? That's correct. The SAS Ticks platform is a is a local platform owned by. Um, licensed by the city of Moostra and Mosaic Place Spectra is uh, operating it for them. Um, so not only just all the events and activities at Mosaic Place, but uh, May Wilson Theater um, is on the platform as well. Uh, Prince Albert Raiders as well. Um, we're working, you know, the, if you go to sastix.ca, you'll see the, the different venues listed, you know, uh, any opportunity at the uh, exhibition grounds. Uh, we've got the Moostra Ford Curling Center, Mosaic Place, etc. So, yeah, it's, it's now really becoming a uh, um, an opportunity for the province of Saskatchewan to look for their other ticketing needs uh, or venues. Um, the um, event, uh, Homestand 21, is being ticketed by through uh, SAS Ticks as well. So lots of great opportunities uh, for people when they think about their ticketing needs, uh, their events, their activities, venues, etc. That's really handy in having something that's so ubiquitous for all of the major events in the city. People will get used to it pretty quickly. Yeah, and, and that's going to be the great thing. And we have a few other venues or people that we that's on our list to talk to. And so really it's sort of your one ticketing platform, to whether you be buying a ticket for a Mosaic Place, May Wilson Theater, as your two sort of big live event activities or, or venues. And we're always, we want to add more uh, venues to it. We feel that it, it makes sense. It's your one-stop shop to purchase your tickets for... for um, for Moose Jaw and as we expand across the province. And so here we are uh, talking about uh, Mosaic Place, but come the end of the year, it won't be called that anymore. What, what's the process going for finding a new name sponsor? Yeah, so um, naming rights, um, Mosaic Company, um, Mosaic Place, um, they st- Mosaic Company still has another year. So um, over this, um, you know, 12 um, 14 months or so, uh, the, the city, um, my, my team here at Mosaic Place, 
are all sort of going through that process of looking for a new naming rights partner. And so that process has been uh, has started and we're we're, you know, making a few phone calls, reaching out to different uh, prospective uh, opportunities and clients. And so that process is just going underway right now. And so when a new name is finally announced, is that going to mean a, a lot of changes for the facility in terms of operations? You're going to have to change the name of your website and the signage and all the marketing, right? Yeah. Um, and and that's one thing with um, naming rights. Um, sometimes, uh, you know, naming rights uh, opportunities are multi, multi, multi years, tens, twenties, thirty years, depending on what it is. And and uh, the Mosaic Company has been absolutely fantastic to work with. Uh, they've been a great partner and still can to be a great partner to the building and to the community. And and their naming rights opportunity was is ten years, uh, eleven years now. And. Uh, as we look to transition out and find a new naming rights partner, you'll see whatever that might be will be the rebranding of the venue and website and uniforms and, I don't know, business cards and everything that says Mosaic Place will have to be um, changed. Absolutely. I think we're all getting pretty excited. Is there uh, anything else you'd like to add? You know, I think it's just been it's an incredible. It's been incredible several months, you know, and last 18 months, you know, with uh, with everything that's been going on. And I think that, you know, the the team down at my team down at Mosaic Place have been just incredible trying to, you know, bob and weave and just like everyone else has been in the community and any other business. And, you know, we're the first ones to close and we're going to be the last ones to open. And uh, as we go through this, we're learning a lot and we're we're stealing best practices from other businesses and other opportunities. And, you know, we we really are are looking forward to uh, bring everyone together again uh, down at Mosaic Place and, and the Moose Jaw Ford Curling Center to ensure that uh, we can uh, make it a, a, a live event center and bring people together. One more time, uh, give us uh, the dates and times of those job fairs. Absolutely. So this Thursday, uh, August 19th, 3 p.m. to 8 p.m., as well as Saturday, August 21st, 10 o'clock in the morning to 3 p.m. Uh, down at Mosaic Place. It'll be down at the on the ice surface, so you can park in the north parking lot, access the building through those north doors, and right onto the the event floor. And we're it's going to be a fill out a, a very quick application. Uh, there'll be some coffee and some treats and snacks and such, and uh, we'll have some face-to-face sort of interviews right there. Bring your resume. It's going to be key. Bring your resume. Tell us about yourself, why you are passionate about people and what you want to do. And, and uh, um, then from there, we'll, we'll hire those people, do some onboarding training, and, and get them into their place. So this, uh, this Thursday and this Saturday, if there are people that can't make it, uh, we encourage them to go to our website, mosaicplace.ca, and uh, in the little scrolly bar of the of the website um you can click on the link of the job fair and you can actually um download the application fill it out and email it back to us and then we'll be in touch then perfect thanks so much for joining us absolutely thank you for your time don't go away folks we'll be right back 800 CHAB connecting the community. <laughs> Hi from the Army and Navy Air Force Veterans Club. It's that time of year where activities are starting up for the fall. Pool League Tuesdays and Thursday nights starting September 7th and 9th at 7 p.m. Crib Wednesday, September 8th starting at 1.30 p.m. Shuffleboard Friday, September 10th at 1.30 p.m. Darts Friday, September 10th at 7 p.m. And our meat draws are Saturdays at 4 30 p.m. We're located at 279 High Street West. For more information, give us a call at 306-692-4412. 
Connecting the community. Brought to you by Magnuson Trucking. They now have three Super Bs to make grain hauling that much easier. For custom grain, fertilizer, and gravel hauling, call Sven at 642-7577. Jones Park View Funeral Services. You are their focus. Providing support during a difficult time. Going above and beyond is their mission. And Community Service Radio. 800 CHAB. The Farm Stress Line is run by people who know farming is full of uncertainties, and that uncertainty causes stress. When it starts to get to you, it's important to deal with it as quickly as possible. If you're having trouble sleeping, feeling depressed, anxious, or having suicidal thoughts, call the Farm Stress Line, free and confidential, and well worth the call. 1-800-667-4442. 1-800-667-4442. Tuesdays are for seniors at Great Canadian Oil Change. Anyone 60 and over can save $5 on a conventional oil change or get 10 bucks off a semi or full synthetic oil change every single Tuesday at Great Canadian Oil Change. Discover Moostraw Weather for Prairie Heart Mobility. Make life easier with quality mobility products. Discover your options at prairieheartmobility.com. Environment Cat has issued a heat warning as well as a special air quality statement due to smoke for Musha and the surrounding area. Today, sunny, widespread smoke and a high of 34. Tonight, clear, becoming partly cloudy overnight, widespread smoke and a low of 14. Tomorrow, mix of sun and cloud, a chance of showers late in the afternoon, a high of 29. Wednesday, cloudy, the chance of showers, a high of 18. Thursday, mix of sun and cloud, a high of 19. And Friday, cloudy, the chance of showers and a high of 20. There is free lawn bowling at Crescent Park starting at 6.30 tonight. It is an opportunity to try out the sport in a fun and recreational environment. All ages and skill levels are welcome to attend. For all your news and weather anytime, click on discovermooshaw.com or the Mooshaw Live app. I'm Sean Slatt. This is Greg Marsnick from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. Welcome back, everyone. It's been just over a month now that Saskatchewan has been completely free of all public health restrictions. While our COVID numbers thankfully haven't skyrocketed, they're definitely on an upwards climb. New cases have been outpacing the number of recoveries, and our active case count has once again swelled above the 1,000 mark. According to the SHA's July summary, the vast, vast majority of COVID cases have been among the unvaccinated, especially with the Delta variant now becoming the dominant strain in Saskatchewan. We're also seeing more cases among people with only one shot of of the vaccine. So, so far, we've seen that two doses is still offering pretty good protection against uh, serious illness, even from the Delta variant. So make sure to get your second shot as soon as you can. The question remains, however, what about those who can't or decide not to get their vaccine? Uh, Whatever the reason for not getting vaccinated, this group, which constitutes around 30% of Saskatchewan's population, is still at risk of serious illness due to COVID-19. So... Let's forget the politics for a second. What can we do to help the unvaccinated stay safe? That's something that a group of researchers at the University of Alberta and Saskatchewan are looking to solve. Using state-of-the-art equipment, such as the Canadian Light Source, the team is creating an antiviral medication that could be used to help reduce the harmful effects of COVID for those already infected with it. Our Haley Shirky has the scoop. Do you just want to start off by telling me a little bit about this amazing research project? I'm a professor in the Department of Biochemistry at the University of Alberta, 
And here at the U of A, I work with other teams that include chemists. This would be the Veteris Lab in the Department of Chemistry and the Nyman team in the Applied Virology Institute. And then we also work with virologists. So this would be Lauren Terrell's lab. And the whole aim of our team is to develop antivirals to treat people who are infected with COVID-19. Antivirals have been developed for other viruses, including HIV and hepatitis C virus, um, to be used as treatment, so not as preventative measure, but more of a, of a treatment for people who are already infected. And so they've been very successful. And uh, as you know, we have no option uh, for treatment of uh, COVID-19 currently. So what we're doing is we're, we're actually targeting an enzyme that's found uh, encoded by the virus. And this enzyme uh, is a protease. It chops up other proteins. And the virus uses this to help replicate more virus particles. So if we can inhibit this enzyme, we can depress the infection and we can stop the progression. So our team is developing small chemical molecules to be taken in either an IV format or an oral formulate formulation to um, to treat someone who uh, has COVID-19. Definitely something that is currently very needed. Mm -hmm. So antiviral drugs, do you want to just tell me a little bit about those? Is that also in stopping the spread of the virus or just diminishing it in the person that currently has it? Well, I think those two things go hand in hand. So when you diminish the infection in a person, they are not, they may have a shorter duration of infection, which will lead to less spreading in the community as well. And so just tell me about the Canadian light source. It seems like quite a robust machine. How do you guys use that? Well, the CLS is an amazing resource here in Canada. When we were developing drugs, these therapeutics must bind to the pockets that do the activity of the enzyme. And what we want to do is we want to visualize how they fit in a three-dimensional shape. And so this will help us understand how the therapeutic drugs are working. And it will also help us develop even better therapeutics. So CLS has this amazing remote data collection, so which has been indispensable in the time of COVID. So our research really has not slowed down. We've actually ramped up and we purify our protein uh, with the drug and then we will send it off to the CLS and then use their facility remotely. So we do remote data collection and the scientists are there on hand to support us. Um, and they've been tremendous throughout the pandemic uh, to really assist us with our data collection. And yeah, so so we've been able to, to actually visualize several different drug candidates in three-dimensional space and uh, envision how these drugs are working and think about how to improve them even further. So it's been a great collaborative effort with this uh, facility. Okay, cool. Would this potentially work in just people unvaccinated or people vaccinated as well? Yeah, so this would be a drug applicable to anybody. So as you know, the vaccines have been highly effective at preventing spread. Um, but there are some some people who may not have a super strong immune response or people who cannot be vaccinated or there's still a few vaccine hesitant people there. So this would be very effective for all of those people. One of the biggest issues is you really don't know the level of symptoms a person is going to have with COVID. 
Um, and we have some people who have very mild symptoms and then we have severe cases. Once a drug such as this goes into the market, it would be extremely important for those people who do have severe cases of COVID-19. So I should also mention maybe at this stage, um, the drug company Pfizer, who's also making vaccines, also has a similar candidate that is targeting the same enzyme that we work on in SARS-CoV-2, which is a protease. And they have two different drug candidates, both going to stage one clinical trial. So that's a stage where they're just testing the safety. And they're testing an IV formulation as well as an oral formulation for an antiviral. So the work we're doing is is very similar. Of course, this is a big corporation with with lots of funding and uh, they've made uh, great strides. But um, as we know, multiple antivirals may be needed. So it's important for um, for us to still pursue what we're doing. For sure. And especially if it can happen in Canada, that's an awesome thing to happen at home, right? Exactly. So we're, we're really proud of the teamwork that has occurred with this. Uh, you know, we've actually published four papers on this topic already. Um, we've really been working very effectively. And I think because the fact that, that we're all here at the U of A doing the work uh, and along with the remote data collection that occurs at CLS, we've been able to, while many of the research labs have shut down, we've been able to work really hard and, and, and continuously um, because we're not shipping samples around the world. Is there any timeline as to when this drug would be available? Well, the Pfizer drug, the fact that it's in stage one clinical trials is very promising. So there is potential that something could be on the market by next year. But for the compounds that we're working with, because we are an academic research group, it may be a bit longer. But um, whether it comes from us, Pfizer or another biotech, it's likely that an antiviral will be on the market. And, you know, this speed, the speed that has been occurred with both the vaccine and antiviral development really has been promoted from the large amount of funding that has gone into this. So research can be slow, but sometimes that slowness is because not a lot of money is invested. But many countries around the world have invested uh, research, both in vaccine and antiviral development. And this has really helped us attack this problem, um, which is an immediate problem. One of the benefits of the antivirals that we, we hope to, to see, and, and it, it appears this way from some of our publications, is that these might have some broad spectrum antiviral activity, which means it may just not only affect infections with SARS-CoV-2, but other SARS infections. So as you know, over the past 20 years, we've seen SARS-CoV-1, MERS, and SARS-CoV-2. So those are three different coronavirus infections. And it would be amazing to have an antiviral that would help us be prepared for that next coronavirus outbreak, pandemic, endemic. Hopefully not, but it's very likely that something like this would, would happen in the future too. That was Dr. Joanne Lemieux, a professor of biochemistry at the University of Alberta. And that's the show, folks. Thanks for tuning in today. We'll round things out with some of the best of Carney's comments. What if you could pinpoint your advertising to reach only people in your region or right here in our community or only people with dark hair who wear glasses, ride horses, yodel? Sound impossible? It is possible with Homefield. 
Targeted ads can help you find the right customers and increase your conversions. We can help you with geo-targeted ads and ads aimed at people who want or need the products you sell. Targeted ads? Homefield can help. Success starts at myhomefield.ca. Time now for the best of Carney's comments. I'll never forget something my friend Brian Van Tassel told us after he retired from the Moose Jaw Fire Department back in 2017. Firefighters see stuff that the average human doesn't see, Bo said. People don't realize that about police, EMS, and firefighters. There's some pretty gross stuff, and you can see it rattles people. When you crawl across a few dead people to get to the one left alive, that rattles your brain a little bit, Bo said. That painted a picture for me and gave me a new respect for our local emergency responders. So it's so good to see we continue to learn more and do more for mental health. The Moose Jaw Fire Department now has access to a program developed at the University of Regina called PSPNet, Wellbeing for Public Safety Personnel. Deputy Fire Chief Mike Russell said, We're turning a page in time here. The old school train of thought back when I started was, You know what you're getting yourself into. And now we're telling people it's okay not to be okay. Slowly but surely, as a society, we are removing the stigmas that surround our mental health. I'm Rob Kearney.